This is the Commercial Property Cashflow Blueprint Podcast. Big Cashflow Property Secrets from retired Byron Bay surfing fanatic and commercial property expert, James Dawson. It's James Dawson here from commercialrealestateinvesting.com.au and in today's podcast I'm just going to have a quick chat about APRA which is the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority and this actually doesn't affect commercial investors as such but it certainly does affect residential investors because what APRA is trying to do is uh, slow things down a bit and, and take a little bit more control of lending to residential investors and you can go to their website www.apra.gov.au to get this message but I've had a bit of a read through it and essentially what they're going to do is basically sort of tighten up get the banks to tighten up a little bit on uh, investment lending and and put some more things in place that make it a little bit harder if you're a residential investor to borrow money for residential investments and some of these things will include loan affordability tests for new borrowers In APRA's view, these should incorporate at least an interest rate buffer of at least 2% above the loan product rate and a floor lending rate of at least 7% when assessing the borrower's ability to service their loans. So they're saying that if you're looking at a loan that's currently 4.5% and and normally banks would do their sums on that 4.5%, they want the banks to do the sums on 7% for that property so essentially that may make particularly with residential property that's not going to be generally positive cash flow it's going to make it quite hard for you to get a loan. APRA's aim in all this is to further reinforce sound residential mortgage lending practices in the context of historically low interest rates, high levels of household debt, strong competition in the housing market and accelerating housing credit growth. So they're expecting that this announcement will help guard against any relaxation of lending standards and also prompt some of the banks to reinforce their lending practices so where there's scope for a more prudent approach in the current risk environment. I mean, it's a little bit like they're uh, doing things when things are actually probably slowing down a tiny bit already. So they're uh, trying to slow it down a little bit further. And as I mentioned, they're going to be focused on uh, high multiples of borrower's income and also lending at high loan to valuation ratios and lending on interest only basis. They're going to be focusing on those type of loans to try and rein those loans in. This is all for residential investors. Now this may actually include increased reporting standards that banks uh, may have to take. So they're you know, going to have to report to APRA more and uh, basically increase the level of paperwork and things that banks have to do when they're looking at uh, residential investment loans. Also, they feel that the higher level of investment uh, lending for residential property investments is leading to imbalances in the housing market, and this could lead to direct risks that financial institutions have to take if these high rates of lending growth persist. So this is one of the reasons why they want to pull it back a little bit. So essentially now what's happened is it's actually brought commercial property lending for investments into a very, very good position compared with residential investment property loans. It used to be previously the case that you could only borrow, say, 60 to 70% for commercial properties. And as I just mentioned, now it's 80% under a million dollars and 75% 
perhaps uh, over a million dollars in loans. And the rates actually are very comparable with the residential property loan. So if you haven't looked at commercial property as an investment vehicle before, it's a perfect time to be doing it now, particularly if you've got some residential property investments that you've got a little bit of equity in, you can swing that equity into a high positive cash flow from day one, high returning uh, commercial property with long leases are definitely the way to go. So in summary, as I mentioned, the issue now with residential investment loans is that there's going to be reduced loan to value ratios applied to new loans and also restriction uh, by banks on pricing discounts. So they're not going to be able to be as flexible in their pricing as they have been in the past. But the good news is for commercial property investors is that commercial lending's in a different regulatory environment compared to residential lending. And as such, these restrictions are not relevant to commercial lending. So the general parameters for commercial lending can be summarized as uh, follows. 80% LVRs up to a million dollar loan amounts where commercial property is used to secure the loan. 75% LVR for loan amounts over and above one million where commercial property is used to secure the loan. And these parameters are consistent with either owner occupied or investment property. So you know, you could be the tenant of your own commercial property and the interest rates are not affected if the property is leased. In fact, in most instances, this is considered a positive attribute, thus reducing the assessed risk profile of the transaction, which results in the finance brokers being able to secure a lower interest rate for you, finance brokers and banks, of course. So certainly, uh, if you're looking at a commercial property loan, best thing to do is to contact a broker. I recommend if you're talking to uh, your own bank, of course, chat to them first to see what's available. But a broker, a specific commercial focused finance broker is obviously better for your first commercial investment. Certainly have a look at uh, my course too, which guides you through the whole process of finding, negotiating and financing a commercial property. So that's all for this podcast. Chat to you soon.